You are Locked On Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello there and welcome to Locked On Suns, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Kellen Olson, your host of Locked On Suns. It is the end of the week Friday here in Suns land. We're going to be talking about the Chicago Bulls game tonight. It is at 8.30 uh, local time on ESPN, another national TV game for the Suns. Feels like we're getting a couple more of these lately. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Eddie House. Eddie, how are you doing? TGI Friday, man. Always, always. Uh, so we're going to be talking about a couple of things here. The aftermath of the Memphis brawl. We talked about that extensively yesterday, but a couple of notes coming in. Marquise, Chris, and Tyler Eulis were both fined $15,000 each. And then Alex Lynn was actually suspended uh, for leaving the bench area during the scuffle, so they're going to be missing him tonight. He serves a one-game suspension, and actually a rough matchup against the Chicago Bulls for him to lose the for them for the Suns to lose him. Uh, the Bulls are the number one rebounding team in the league, averaging forty-six point nine rebounds per game. Uh, but first, let's talk about those suspensions because Eddie, I want to get your own perspective on this, being someone who is. I'm guessing been on the bench and been on the floor in their fair share of scuffles in the NBA. You were uh, in the league before and after the rule change, correct? Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, you just have to, to manage. And really, the the bench polices their self, uh, you know, and, and, and assistant coaches are usually on top of that, making sure guys don't get on the court because they know that the suspension will be coming. So uh, it's kind of weird. You know, these things keep happening to Phoenix, don't they? Maybe not as important of a game, this one, compared to the other one. Just a little bit. I <laughs> right, think they right. can afford to miss Alex. Lin- I mean, it is it is a terrible matchup, like I said, for it to happen. But, yeah, they, I mean, the Suns were uh, the – I mean, without a doubt, the rule has had the biggest impact so far on a franchise. It has, it's been the Suns now, without a doubt, because this is a huge blow. Yeah, it is a blow um, because they're going to need rebounding help. Uh, Bulls, you, you said they were the number one team in – uh, rebounding the basketball, and they're going to have Taj Gibson, who is a, a hell of a rebounder. Uh, uh, Robin Lopez is going to hit the glass. Uh, they're, they're pretty big up front, so they're going to need help, man. Um, you know, Alex Lynn was one of those guys that come in and give you eight rebounds, but with him out, everybody's going to have to step their game up again. This is going to be one of those gang rebounding games. Um, Dwayne Wade is a hell of a rebounder, so you're going to have to try to keep him off the glass because he's playing tonight. Uh, not sure if Jimmy Butler's playing tonight, but that's another guy that can rebound the basketball. So uh, the, the Suns are going to have to be engaged on the backboards to make sure that they limit uh, limit the number of possessions for the Bulls and also close out possessions when they're guarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's talk about tonight. Uh, the Bulls are 26-27. and 27. Uh, the Knicks have really stolen the spotlight from them in the past week here, but they were really one of the uh, closet cases, if you will, of the NBA season so far. They had the whole Rajon Rondo fiasco, which is still ongoing. Uh, but this is a team that you still have to take seriously. There could be no Jimmy Butler tonight, which would be a big deal. But it is obviously a huge deal. Butler has really been one of the 10 best players in the league this year, averaging 25 points, five or seven rebounds, and five assists a game, along with 1.8 steals. You know he's going to bring it defensively as well. Uh, but like you said, Dwayne Wade is a player in particular that I'm going to be watching for tonight because perimeter scores, uh, especially veterans, really tend to have their way with the Suns. Yeah, they do. Uh, <clears throat> guys that 
you know, they just have that knack for, uh, you know, Dwayne's a superstar. D-Wade's a superstar, but yeah. he just has a knack, and he has, he knows how to play the game. He plays at that pace to where it doesn't look like he's moving fast, playing hard at all. He just has the game figured out, and it's going to be a real tough matchup for whoever, whoever's going to guard him. And, and if Jimmy Butler plays, it's going to be a tough matchup for them. I think those two guys will, will really control the game and dictate the game. Uh, I look for the two Kentucky guards to go at it. Uh, Blesso and Rondo, uh, Blesso more of a scorer, Rondo more of a playmaker. But I think they both be, they'll both bang heads, and, and I think that's a really really good matchup to be paying attention to as well. You saw D Wade at his best in that year in Miami, and uh, he has had some games this year where he has really sh- flourished. Uh, he scored thirty one against Sacramento just a couple of days ago, thirty three against the Hawks. He has had some really superstar performance. He had that big game on Christmas as well, 24 points against the Spurs. Uh, what what should we look for tonight in terms of the early going? Because you've seen him when he has played at an elite level all season. So what's a bad sign for the Suns early on uh, with him getting rolling? Well, just if he just score, man, that's going to be a bad sign. That means he's comfortable. He, they're not making it hard for him. If he's getting easy baskets, um, like no contests, uh, like open shots, uh, late contested shots, and 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 – um, getting the ball to the rim, it'll be a long night for the Suns because then he'll. That means he's comfortable. He's and you don't want him to get into a rhythm. Uh, we all know what he can do if he does get into a rhythm. So I think they're going to have to just try to disrupt him in any way as possible. Make everything tough. Make sure they contesting everything at the rim. Contest everything. Um, run him off screens on the other end as well. Make him play some defense. So um, you know, just you, and the thing is too. You just don't know with the Suns. You know what I'm saying? That's the other thing to try to gauge. We don't know night in and night out what the Suns are going to give us. So uh, it depends on what, what how they come out and play. Uh, national TV game gives them opportunity to, to be seen by, by the country. So I think they should come out with energy. Yeah, uh, speaking of the national TV game, one guy I'm really looking forward to seeing tonight is Eric Bledsoe matching up with Michael Carter-Williams. Whenever the Suns have a matchup going in where you know Bledsoe is the better point guard, I think they always have a chance to win the game, and this is one in particular where Robin Lopez is a good defender and he's a good team defender and just a really good player overall, but not really the sort of dominant protection around the rim. Uh, Same with Taj Gibson that could limit Bledsoe and keep him out of the paint and keep him contained and keep him from just being comfortable, like you said, with D. Wade. And I think this is a game where I can really look for Bledsoe, especially on national TV, to really assert himself and put up one of his signature performances that we saw so many of last month. Yeah, I'm expecting uh, Rondo to play uh, Bledsoe more than Carter Williams. I think Carter Williams will be out there playing, but I think Rondo will get the bulk of the minutes tonight. I think he he just is a better matchup for Bledsoe. Carter Williams is not a very good defender. uh, so I, I anticipate and expect Rondo to be on the court a whole lot tonight uh, just for the fact I think it's a better matchup for uh, for the Bulls. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, moving forward, uh, it's, it's going to come down to the rebounding. Uh, you know, rebounding and, and don't fall in love with the three. You know, don't fall in love with the three. They don't have shot blockers. You just mentioned that. So, I mean, D-Wade's probably one of the best two-guard shot blockers that there's been and on-ball shot blocker as well. But – Besides, you know, that little small little part, uh, they don't have a real rim protector. And I think we could get we could exploit that by getting to the basket, uh, curl running guys off of pin downs. And, and instead of just popping out to the three, curl that thing, put some pressure on the defense and, and just see what can happen and, and test their rotations out a little bit. Yeah, this team, they, they want to get out and run and play in that Hoiberg style, and they want to really run through Butler and D-Wade. I'm assuming we're going to see Butler tonight. I just assume whenever like the best player on a team is questionable that we're going to see him at least 
give it a go tonight, and this is a game where they could use him there. They're battling for a playoff spot, and anytime you're on the road against a team that you should beat, I'm expecting to see Jimmy Butler tonight. Uh, Taj Gibson is really one of my favorite players in the league. He's averaging 12 points and 7 rebounds a game this year. He's just always consistent, and now as the Bulls are starting to fade a bit, it might, uh, with what happens to Jimmy Butler, who knows, but I hope they stay relevant because I really like seeing Taj Gibson on a good team those years with uh, D. Rose. We really saw him play some good basketball, but now really playing some of his peak stuff, just always active on the glass, averaging 2.2 offensive rebounds a game, and then he's just a productive scorer down low had those productive years at USC, and just a player that I really enjoy watching. Yeah, he's one of those guys that just has has that. He plays with that that chip on his shoulder. Every second matters. Um, a guy that you got to definitely be aware of because he does rebound the basketball extremely well. He's really good around the rim. Um, you're going to have to make sure on pick and rolls with him that off guard is going to have to chuck, meet him at the free throw line and chuck him if it's a high pick and roll. He's going to have to try to uh, – just, just make sure that he doesn't have a, a clear roll to the basket. Make sure he puts his body on him and just kind of detour him a little bit, give the bigs a second to get back because he finishes really good at the rim. And it's just one of those guys who has that motor uh, on both sides of the court. And, and definitely uh, Marquise Chris will have his work cut out for him tonight. Yeah, he will. Uh, what do you expect the Suns to do with the Suns at the, at the Suns position? Ooh, it's Friday, can you tell? Uh, at the center <laughs> position behind Tyson Chandler. Uh, because Alex Len is out, and we haven't seen a situation like this. We did when Chandler missed those games and Len was in, but they had Bender, Chris. They had everyone really available, uh, but no Bender tonight, and I think Bender gave them the versatility to perhaps move Marquise Chris or one of their power forwards to the five position and then have Bender play the four. Uh, but no Bender tonight, so I honestly think we could see some P.J. Tucker or Jared Dudley at center. Uh, because beyond that, man, they've got Marquise Chris, but Chris is averaging 18 minutes a game. So I think we're going to see a lot more minutes out of Marquise Chris tonight. But I'm also expecting some uh, Dudley and Tucker at center because uh, they've got to play someone there, Eddie. <clears throat> yeah, they do. But you know what? I, I, I can't speculate because, again, you know, the, the, the rotation has been so up and down that I don't know who he's going to utilize. I think we will see some – I know I can say this, that we will see some strange lineups out there that we might not see again uh, the rest of the season. Or if it's very productive, we might see it again for the rest of the season. Again, I think Earl's just reaching for stuff. And this is a, another way that he could see different rotations and uh, different guys together, different combinations of players together, unfortunately, because Alex Lynn is out. But at the same time, this is going to give him an opportunity to mix and match a little bit with with, with players and, and positions and see how, how that really works out against a team that's not that good. You know, uh, the Bulls aren't a, a very good basketball team. Uh, so... You know, it's not like you're going against the Warriors or saying that you're trying to gamble or try to figure it out against the Warriors or you know you're going to get stuck. But this is a uh, this is a team that that's be- it's a beatable team, beatable bull team, very, very beatable. And I think that um, the Suns, if they come out and just take care of business, they'll be able to do it. And again, with the lineups, you know, it, we don't know. The, the rotation is so crazy that I, I can't speculate on that. I just know that we'll probably see some uh, different lineups that we haven't seen before. I'll speculate. Why not? I, I do. I do think we're going to see some Dudley and Tucker, and I think that's going to be easier because the Bulls play a lot of perimeter-oriented players off the bench. Uh, Nikola Mirotic, uh, Bobby Portis really is in and out of the rotation, not really playing it all that much. But Doug McDermott, uh, the guards, like you said, Rajon Rondo, Isaiah Cannon got involved against the Warriors. Denzel Valentine, the rookie out of Michigan State. Uh, and then Zipser has been filling in places here and there as well. Uh, but when Lopez and Gibson aren't in or just one of them is in, I think the Suns can get away. 
uh, with some Tucker or Dudley at center because those guys just know what they have to do. They might not be able to do it at the ability that you want from a backup center, but nights like this when the Suns don't have another option, it's really nice to have veterans like that uh, who know what to do. Lander Barbosa is another player I think I'm going to be looking at, especially tonight, uh, because the Bulls guards to me in general – uh, Dwayne Wade, of course, is one of the best two-guard defenders we've seen in a very long time. But you've got rookie Denzel Valentine, who especially struggles with defense. Rondo, I know, uh, will be looking at Bledsoe or whoever is in there, point guard Brandon Knight, for example, for the most part. So Barbosa, for me, is someone I'm looking at, especially with the matchups. Yeah, well, <clears throat> Bar- uh, Leandro has been one of those uh, players that, that's given us really good minutes when he had extended minutes. Uh it's been up and down with him too. Again, the, the rotation has just been so funny that <laughs> I didn't you know, even realize I, I like directly linked you into another guy who you can say like <laughs> he might not play tonight. We don't know. Yeah, you know, or he might play low minutes. So it's just it's just really hard, man. It, it, I, I wish that it was uh, cut and dry every night. You know what I'm saying? And we know for a fact that these guys are getting them in. It's a lot easier to just talk about who could be uh, a factor and who can't be. But wouldn't it be so inconsistent? But I know that LB, when he does get his minutes, he plays good basketball. You know what you're going to get from him night in and night out. It's just he doesn't know the minutes that he's going to get night in and night out. It's going to be a good game. Uh, I think we really elaborated on it there uh, enough, but I do think that it is going to be a good game. I'm looking forward to it because anytime the Suns play like a middling team like this, it's uh, right on the outside looking in of the playoffs uh, out east. Uh, with the Bulls and the Suns have played much better against the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference tonight. And then, of course, being on national TV, I think it's really going to help them. Uh, but hopefully we do get a good game tonight. We'll be back here to talk about it on Monday on Lockdown Suns. Hope you guys have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is nine ninety nine. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.